Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of For the Kudos. This episode is brought to you by Sydney Marathon. Australia, let's make history together. We need everyone to get behind the Sydney Marathon in their bid to become one of the world majors. Joining the likes of New York, London, Boston, Chicago, Berlin, and Tokyo marathons. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So if you're a runner and looking to set yourself a goal, make sure you sign up for this year's all new Sydney Marathon on September 17th. Experience the Southern Hemisphere's only platinum label marathon and achieve a new PB with the massive course update and redesign. There'll be plenty of exciting new on-course entertainment which will be sure to motivate you on race day. Early bird entries are open now. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Robbo. (laughs) 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 Okay, that's actually dumb. I was not expecting that. Mate, it's hard. Like, we're 54 weeks in, and it's hard to think of something new every time. Robbo. Okay, that really, that gives me the ick. You calling yourself Robbo. Have you ever actually called yourself Robbo? Uh, I've never introduced myself as Robbo. I would imagine that. Imagine me like people call me Robert. Though. I know they do. Bitters, what is Bitters, Grego, Stewie, yeah, Rod, who Rod? <laughs> <laughs> and you call him Rodo. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, not much. Not much. Just new studio. Yeah, we, we had this for the Patreon episode, and yep. we filmed the whole thing, ready to go, finish, and my phone was full. So and my laptop died. died. One minute after we started recording, so, so nervous. I and straight away it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, we're gonna have to record that whole episode again. I know, and luckily it saved. But it was a really fun episode to record, though. I think we hadn't done. It's been a long time since we did uh, an episode like that. Yeah, this was our Ask Us Anything yeah, episode. Yeah, Ask Us Anything. Um, so that will be going out on Patreon today. So. Uh, the patrons and we'll, we'll have that already when this episode comes out. Yeah. No, it was a fun one. It was good to uh, just kind of, I don't know, relax and just do a Q&A again. And Are because we, we haven't real... done one for a while, it's uh, some good questions coming through. Yeah, it was a, it was a real gloves off episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's something about, I don't know, no, no, um, look, no, no malice in, in what I'm about to say to the study, but it just didn't have... <laughs> Just didn't really have a nice vibe, did it? <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. And like those blue surgical cloths that were like taken from the which Melbourne, are proper soundproofing, soundproofing things yeah. from the Melbourne morgue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's much much nicer out here, especially on a nice sunny day like this. Yes. Next week it'll be raining and we'll be hating this shit. <laughs> no, we won't. You know why? Oh yeah, season break. This is the last episode of season four. So thank you so much to everyone for. Coming along this ride with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but no, this is the last episode of the season and we are back on what day, Brett? Uh, six, 16th, I think. Did I say no, 13th? 13th of June. <laughs> <laughs> We're not good with dates. Um, but we, both Brett and myself, so we've still got the Q&As coming out on Patreon every week and the Gold Coast Diaries coming out on Patreon every week. Um, Brett and I are also going to up upload a few sort of casual catch-up um, episodes between myself and Brett. Um, yep, I'm the other person <laughs> in this point. Brett yeah. and I are going to upload episodes of Brett and myself um, onto Patreon. So if you're not a Patreon supporter, uh, yeah, you won't have anything to listen you to. You won't hear from us for three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. So you know where to go if you need to hear from us. Um, I had 
Geordie's famous fish pie for dinner last night. I'm line. sick to death of hearing about Geordie's And just the first pie. time, I've <laughs> ate it out forever and first time I've had it and I will pay it out even more. <laughs> 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 so, so do we ever tell the original story of the fish pie on the podcast? Oh, I don't know. When he, so what was it? Geordie had cooked this fish pie and he's been hanging on about his famous fish pie for ages and I was at the house when he was, I think it was, yeah, were you there or was it me and Saskia? No, it was that's right. So it was it was Saskia and I um, were there for something. You must have been overseas at a race or something like that. And was Saskia looking over at Nelson, looking after Nelson yeah, at maybe. your place once? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I had to go there for something, um, maybe to interview Sarah or something like that. And Geordie um, had this fish pie, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, give me a bit of that." Or like oh, Saskia goes, "Oh, I'll, I'll have a bit of that." And then Geordie goes, "Yeah, well if." If you have a bit of that, then you owe me two dinners. It's a really good one or something. And it was like, what? But also he makes his big fish pie and then has it for dinner every single night of the week until oh, it's done. I hate when people and do that. like gross. Yeah, it's I appreciate the dinner last night, Geordie, but Geordie's not listening. Yeah. Geordie's probably Geordie's probably going off about your beef stroganoff on on the Gold Coast diaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's you know that's uh two weeks in a row beef stroganoff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it was good. Oh, it was it was okay. I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Next time he says, "Hey, do you want to be my be- my fish pie?" I'll probably say no. But uh... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, talking about the Gold Coast Diaries episode four or episode five. Josh, four, I think. Four? Yeah, it gets confusing because it's all overlapping. The episode five was recorded yesterday. That's dropping this week. So yeah, episode four came out last week. Um, yeah, people are loving it. Yeah, definitely. A bit of drama this week. Yeah. Geordie's sleeping in through his alarm. Yeah. (laughs) Missing a session, but... It is good. I think it's definitely uh, related. Like I was speaking to my sister yesterday um, over Mother's Day lunch um, because she's a Patreon supporter, Phoebe. And she was talking about, you know, she's like, it's really quite entertaining. And she said, it's very different to you guys because, you know, ours, we're not as relatable. You know, how yeah. often am I going to go, oh, yeah, I, I slept in through my session. You know, I, or I, how many runs this week, Joel? Well, even Geordie you know? getting up at like five o'clock in the morning to go do his training for before sure. work and stuff. Definitely, definitely. But like there was, I, it was quite funny when, you know, Riley says, oh, how many how many runs a week? And he's like, you know, you're aiming for six. And it's like, oh, only three this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's good. He, uh, Geordie's, he's coming a long way though. Like he was, um, I think... Well, he obviously missed the one this week, but the week before, like, got out for six six runs. He's getting two hour long runs done on a Sunday. He said a bit of weight's dropping off too, so probably fitter than me. Yeah, maybe he's he's uh yeah he's going well. So it'd be I'm looking forward to this marathon. He's yeah. getting to be nervous. He he loves talking about it. He's oh no, he's always asking questions and which is good. So that's the danger when people start to you know really think think too far out from the race, talking about it a lot. Remember what me with Sydney half last year? How'd that end? <laughs> yeah. Um, Dave had his first episode of the Mind series, which is just a QA and a session uh, that he did with his psychologist um, and, and uh, mentor. And that was, yeah, incredibly insightful. Um, so thank you so much to Dave for for letting all our patrons have access to that because it's, you know, not easy to have people just listen to yeah, I don't, not everyone would be comfortable with that. No, I'm not Dave's sure obviously a very, like he's pretty open and, and happy to speak about these things and knows that it will help other people too. So Yeah, and it was I think um, the perfect time for an episode like that because it yeah. was his first race in a long, long time, Albert Park. Um, and then, you know, he had he would have had the session that 
that was released before in the lead up to that and then he obviously had to book in um, four or five sessions after the race because I towed him up. Yeah. <laughs> it's costing him a fortune doing these. Uh, <laughs> he's got to book a psychology appointment to do an episode. Yeah. But. Um, also, yeah, as we've mentioned, the first of the Ask Us Anything episode uh, dropped on Patreon this week and so uh, they're coming out monthly. Yeah, looking forward to them, the next one. It'll be in our break. We'll actually have in our break. We'll be both racing. Yes, Launceston. Yeah. Yeah. So we our first episode back is um, two days after the race. Is it? Yeah. Oh, this too. Yeah. Eleventh yeah. of June yeah, we yeah. race. Thirteenth of June. Oh, perfect. Nice little recap. Yeah, but we're not going head to head. No, no. Which is good. Yeah. More to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying like, which is good. Yeah. Don't have to race you. <laughs> <laughs> Training weeks, eh? Hey? Yeah. Let's get into it. I'll, I'll go first. Well, well, I think you need to because you've had the most sh- boring training. I know, weeks. but I've uh, turned it around this this week. But uh, a bit I'll of be, a judge bit of a celebrity week. I reckon I'm back running, so I gave everyone a chance to run with me. <laughs> 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 Monday is a seven k. But so we'll, we'll go past that one. But <laughs> Tuesday, Joel's first up. <laughs> <laughs> Take the little pup out for a run. <laughs> um, I met Joel just for an hour run. He was doing his uh, long run. So. Um, was feeling dreadful. Was r- pissing down rain as well, which wasn't wasn't too fun. But what I thought funny what was funny about this is I was feeling. I actually felt pretty good, um, body wise. And I, you were half stepping me. I don't ever run close to four minute k's. Um, you know, I'm the, the fastest I'll run in a run like that is four tens, four fifteens. And you were getting it was like four oh five or something. And then you, I said to you, I, this was a little test. And I said, "How are you feeling?" And you're like, oh, "I feel fucking dreadful." And I said, "Well, slow down then." <laughs> Yeah, you just. But I said this to Smack on the on the, on the way um, when I got home, and he goes, "Yeah, but that's just Brett's normal running pace, so it's so easy for you to fall into that, even if it doesn't feel." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just kind of am used to running that pace a little bit, but it ended up being a four sixteen average. Yeah, I was uh, struggling at the end, and then celebrity uh, week continued in the afternoon. I did a seven and a half k with Saskia. Just in case uh, the listeners don't quite understand this joke, Brett is calling himself a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) And given the fans, fans my girlfriend, my friends, the chance to run with me. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case anyone will make sure everyone knows that. Uh, Keep keep going. (laughs) It was nice to catch up with Saskia. (laughs) 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 She won won the train with a train with a pro competition. She was, she was second though. Like you were first. (laughs) Um, oh shit! And then Wednesday morning, Sassy got another run, and then we, we did an an hour up to kind of Gardner's Creek Trail up to Glenaris. Hadn't run oh, there in a little bit. Hadn't run out there. Funny ages. thing, you know the velodrome. Yep. There's just all these goats on the side of the, like they're cutting the grass. But you just, I was just running past, and it's just like four or five goats just there. Do, and like, the goats are cutting the grass. Like they're just eating the grass. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it must be hard to mow because it's like on a real steep angle. It's like down. It's actually a thing that they do. Yeah. How sure are you about it? No, nah, there's a sign that said something about it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's but on it, they weren't working very hard. When I came back, they were like having a little sleep on the <laughs> side. It was a smoker, I think it was. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> what a life. Right. Yeah. I uh, went out to Pulse Run that evening. So, I'm, yeah, straight back into doubles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just kind of like. I was kind of driving a pulse run, and I'm like, if no one turns up tonight, I'm just going straight home. Like, I yeah. I didn't really feel like doubling. Um, Big turnout. It was actually a pretty good turnout. Like, maybe eight people for a nice for a 
dark, cold. Yeah. Pulse run was pretty good. Nice. Um, and then went to fishbowl with Jack, which is got, got the chili chicken. It was pretty spicy. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has turned to shit. Yeah. <laughs> was that the first time you saw Jack? For the celebrity... Well, Thursday, yeah, well, but Thursday morning he got his own run. (laughs) (laughs) A nice hour um, just with Jack around Studley Park. Had the evening off and then Friday morning went down to the lake for a little bit of threshold and I was going into it. Wasn't very confident, was I? You were, yeah. So on Tuesday I said mid-run, I said, what are you doing? I said, surely you come with me for threshold on Friday. And you go, oh, no way. There's no way I'm going to be right for that. Like I feel fucked. And that goes to show actually, you know, for the listeners that write themselves off, like I've had athletes message me on a Tuesday with a race on the weekend and they're like, oh, I'm still feeling so sick. I just can't do it, you know. Yeah. And I say, don't make the call five days out. Yeah, Make I know. the call like the day out or two days out because your body can really turn around quick. Um, but yeah, you were, you were talking yourself down. And then I think I saw you again on Thursday or something like that or later in the week. Oh, it was when we recorded. It was Thursday. Um, and I said, oh, what about threshold tomorrow? And you said, oh, look, I'll probably just, um, you know, oh, the quickest I might go is like 320s or something. I'll just be like by myself. Go on. What happened? Yeah. Well, Sat d- on my Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did 24 minutes at 310s. Um, and which was, it felt kind of like the right pace for me. I was definitely my, like, I feel like the small muscles like around my glutes and stuff, like they were just blowing up. Yeah. So what, like, you know, when you've had a bit of time off, like they're the ones, it's not the big muscles that it's all like your stabilizing little, muscles yeah, that definitely. are just like, they were like starting to get pretty tired towards the end. And um, I just kind of started, I was like, if I'm, I'll see how I'm feeling. If I'm struggling, I'll like break it up and ha- like doing three by eight minutes or something. But um, it was kind of good. Just, I had you and Dave just run. I feel like every single K was three ten bang on. It was yeah. pretty good. That's a smack set. Smack because I can't believe how how even you are. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like when I run, I'm like up and back and forth heaps. It's me. Like, it was definitely me. I'm yeah, just, it's like I'm not that good at running, but I am good at that. Yeah, and I and so I sat right behind Dave the whole whole way, and then smack sat right behind you, and then like at the end I go to D- Dave. I'm like, Dave, do some work next week, <laughs> and it, and he was like, he's like, oh yeah, I know. He goes like, he goes, he's like, yeah, Joel was just like, and I'm like, wait, you were next to Joel, he was literally <laughs> next to me the whole time. So it's just so, it goes to show how much of a nice guy. Whereas you said, where's you in the cool down? You're like, hey Joel, and I'm like, fuck off, because I just, <laughs> just assumed you were gonna say something. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was good to kind of do something and just be, I don't know, like kind of get my legs moving because I've been running a bit over four minute Ks all my run. So it was a bit, it felt like a bit of a jump, yeah, but it was nice. Do you reckon it's one of those things where, cause I've done like thresholds like that coming or like the first one back after injury or something and you, you sort of start the first like minute or something and it's like, this feels slow because threshold always feels slow. And then it's like after a few minutes, you, as you're starting to settle in, you're like, oh, three tens actually does feel a bit gross. But then you get like, 12, 15 minutes in and you're like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, you get back into a rhythm yeah, kind sort of thing. Of like, yeah, Because I, I, you know, one of my athletes um, was messaging me about uh, how they felt in their threshold. Um, actually, quite a lot of my athletes that raced Albert Park felt shit. I, I didn't, I jogged them until either Thursday or Friday. Um, just I thought in the same way that I didn't train hard on Tuesday. I didn't want them to. And they, you know, had their threshold on Thursday and Friday. And there was a couple of people that were like, oh, wow, that felt so much easier because the race sort of blew them into Mm. another level of fitness. But a lot of them said they felt so shit. And me too. Like, we'll hear about it in my week. But yeah, geez, I felt shit. 
That's uh, so. One of my athletes ran the ten k in Sydney on the same day as yep. Albert Park, and he ran great, like a huge PB. And then on the Thursday, he was doing a threshold, and he's like, he goes, "Yeah, I just feel like like I'm like feeling like I'm not out of shape and going yeah. very good." Yeah. And he's running a half marathon now this week, and he's like, "I've just lost." And I'm like, "You haven't lost." Like any- you're thinking it like. Think back to four days ago, how happy you were and how yeah. fit you felt. It's like, yeah, obviously that's a hard hit out and you're, you're struggling a little bit now, but like you're it's not, not out of shape. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's just everyone's so quick to uh, forget Definitely. about like the, the good has, times really, yeah. Everyone has short memories in running. Yeah. It's sort of related, you know, when people, the thing I've always hated is where there's like certain people, you know, from running when I was young that would have this sort of mentality that that you're only as good as your last race. So if you beat someone, you're a better runner than them. So, for example, me and you, four years into me being a runner, five years into me being a runner, I don't think I've ever beaten you in a race ever. I think the closest ever we made a joke about once was when we like finished almost together at the Gels Park Relays, right? Yeah. Just imagine me and you were racing in Lonnie in, in three weeks' time over 10K and I beat you and I walk around, I'm just like, well, I'm better than Brett. Yeah, but, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's, that's not how running works, yeah. right? And it's like running is a um, like a sport where like if you're around long enough, Everyone's going to beat you. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to beat everyone. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, my back to my week. Saturday, uh, did my hour with Geordie. So Geordie got to run two for the week. And <laughs> <laughs> I love how Geordie gets us like you get a celebrity appearance with Geordie, but it's your housemate. You've been seeing him all through yeah. the week. <laughs> uh, we just kind of ran along the river. Uh, the same run I did with you actually. Yeah. Lap of the bridges and then down uh, Bridge Road. And then Sunday, I did ninety minutes. Just by myself, um, 409s kind of around Studley and a lot around Fairfield Park. Um, yeah. But yeah, just nice, sort of nice doing swimming. loops back. Well, yeah, I kind of did like, because I, I usually do that as an hour loop. So I kind of just did like an extra loop around. Um, you said you were trying to look Fairfield. for us. Hoping well, we uh, yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> and we were, we would have been very close to each other at points, but. Mm. By the, time I, by the time I got to Studley, because I'd been running with everyone this week, this one was solo. And then I uh, got to. Uh, Fairfield, and it's like 25 minutes. I'm like, oh, it's a long way to go. Still, yeah, so that's what happens. Um, 116k for the week. Oh, you've got me. I feel like I'm, do I? Yeah, you're back to it's because you don't have a day off, do you? No, yeah, no. so that's the problem. The problem is when, is when I have a day off because it just makes me drop a lot less. Yeah, so how was your week? Oh, it's pretty good. Chelsea, get out of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> We've just had Chelsea walk through the studio. Through no respect studio. for this podcast. <laughs> Come on, Chelsea. <laughs> um, yeah, my week was really good. I started with an 8K run on Monday. Um, so I had not had a day. So I usually have Saturdays off but because of the race week. I hadn't had a rest day. And I thought about having uh, a Monday as a rest day and I thought, oh, I'm just going to go out for, for a short jog. Um, felt pretty pretty average but not too bad. You know, it's, it's hard to feel average in an 8K run, I find. Yeah. I don't know. Um, got it done. And then Tuesday morning, yeah, met you for 90 minutes. And that felt pretty, yeah, that felt pretty good. Um, yeah, it was not too, like, I noticed um, I, I was a bit tired this week overall, but no body soreness in that 10K. Like, yeah, no soreness. that's good. Yeah, well, like, compared to that Hobart half when I was just cooked. Um, but yeah, Felt pretty good. And then Tuesday, Arvo went to the gym to do some bike. Um, yeah, just did, I did a little bit of like rehab stuff because of my hips and then just sat on the on the trainer there for a bit like as a, as a double run. Just like easy. <clears throat> just easy. Yep. Well, not super easy. 
It's like that. It's like a double when you when you because you don't do cross training doubles ever, do you? No. Yeah. So I do them in between like what an easy run feels like and what Jen Lacars would do. Yep. <laughs> like she 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 does threshold every. Not every even that. Like she just goes out and just nah. says she just smashes it and she's yeah. like to get the heart rate up as high as possible. And it's like I definitely am pushing. You know what I sort of say? I reckon it's like me going for a three minute thirty per k arvo run. Yeah, okay. You know, it's but not threshold. Yeah. But the good thing is there's no no impact. No impact. You're just so. getting a good sweat up um, and getting your heart rate up. And it's just more like aerobic training. Yeah. I don't think there's any point going and sitting on a bike easy spinning for like 30 minutes, 40 yeah. minutes. It just doesn't really – there's no point. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I so I didn't have physio Tuesday night, which I usually do. Um, so it was on Wednesday night and by Wednesday morning, I, like I still hadn't had treatment after the race and my groin was like really sore at this, at this stage. Um, I'm not sure if like the bike is adding like, mm. to it, whether I'm riding the gravel bike or doing cross training on the bike. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure at the moment, but it was really sore. I was supposed to, um, yeah, run like 80 minutes with smack, but I just cut the loop a little bit short at 70 and I went, nah, this is... This is enough. And I remember thinking um, like, oh, shit, I should go out for another 10. And it's like, nah, I'm really sore. Listen to your body. Just that's it. Went to the gym that night and did did a lot of uh, a lot of uh, strength work. Um, Richie Johnson has added a few exercises. So gym program doesn't take as uh, – it takes a fair bit longer than it used to. Yeah. It's a bit unfortunate. <laughs> I feel like the gym programs never <coughs> get shorter. You just add more mm. things to them. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, we're adding that. Can I take that out? It's like, no, yeah. necessary. <laughs> Um, Thursday morning, just did an hour easy um, out towards uh, Pretty Park and around there and then back. Um, just, yeah, did that just before I arrived and you were sitting in the car waiting. And I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm running late. <laughs> um, then, yeah, then Thursday, sorry, Friday morning went out to Threshold and I didn't sleep great Thursday night and I sort of, yeah, I just felt, Felt tired. I'd been feeling pretty tired all week, like energy-wise, um, and I was a little unsure how the like the, like the groin op adductor sort of pain. It's all related, um, but it sort of swaps. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast yet, but it's like one day my adductor will be really sore, and then the next day the op will be, mm. but they're never both sore really. It's, it's like weird. you compensate. Maybe one gets sore, yep. so then you compensate the other one. Yeah, gets they're, sore. They're, it's yeah. like it's like um, uh, the tag team wrestling matches. The adductor's been putting really hard work in, and then just, just goes. Taps he's him got out. his hand out, just trying to get over there. <laughs> he's about to get about to get punched, and he just taps in. The OP jumps in, gets in there for a good fight. And I'm just hoping that both of them retire soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. So had threshold. It's obviously, yeah, and it's like 20, 20 minute warm up and it felt um yeah felt okay but not great did some strides and stuff and i was like oh, i just had this feeling that it was going to be a little bit of a slog and i i reckon like without <clears throat> exaggerating but if that was one of the hardest thresholds i had done mentally that's yeah so it's like really? three it's 310 pace right it's easy it's easy but because i felt so tired like just tired in my body. It was very hard for me to just, it was, it was a challenge. My brain, I was catching my brain. I'd actually gone, I, I'd seen my um, psych the day before. I'd, I see him every couple of months. And we were talking about um, managing like pain in races. You know how mm. you've talked about like pink flamingos and stuff like that. Um, 
he was asking about how I sort of manage it and we would, he was talking about how when you get that voice inside your head to say, like, and everyone gets it, like, stop, this hurts, stop. He was trying to get me to, you accept it. You accept the voice and you thank your, you thank your body for, for letting you know how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, you know, eight Ks into a race and it's hurting and your body's saying like, I'm in fucking pain, this is bad, that sort of thing. You thank your body. You go, yeah, th- thanks for letting me know but I've got 2K to go. So you acknowledge it. You don't fight it. That Mm. David Goggins, shut up, you shut up. All it does is make the the voice inside your head um, go louder and tell you to stop louder. And then you have to tell it to stop louder. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. So it was good for me to practice this in my my threshold um, because – yeah, look, you and Smack were just sitting behind very smoothly um, and Dave was next to me and everyone – if Collis was on the bike and he was sort of talking at points and Dave was answering and I just felt like I was suffering and it just – like I wasn't breathing hard. My heart rate wasn't that but I was just must still be a bit tired from the race and it was just like a, a – th- it was 10.5K or whatever. So it was like 33 minutes at three tens and it was just a slog. Mm. You look fine. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it just, and that's why I said to Smack, I said it was such a mental battle because my the voice inside my head was going, um, and because I've got these physical ailments like the OP and the groin and the adductor, and they were annoying me, but not annoying me to the point where I should stop. But then twenty minutes in, your brain's going, "Oh, your yeah, adductor exactly. hurts. Stop." Yeah. You know, "Oh, your OP hurts. This isn't good for it. Stop." And then I'm like saying like chatting go oh thanks for letting me know <laughs> and and what you do is you sort of I, I was giving myself um and I'm sure like listeners might do a similar thing um but I was rather than you know at 15 minutes you're feeling like shit and you go oh you've got another 16 17 minutes to go I was allowing myself to readdress in another five minutes so yeah, it's okay. like okay I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to 20 minutes and if if the adductor is way more sore I can stop you get to 20 minutes, the doctor feels the exact same. Yes. It's just because your brain is sort of telling, you know. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, I have, I'm sure there's a lot of runners that never think like this, you know, but I, my brain is very active and overthinking yeah. and stuff. You uh, know? It is funny, there's so many different kind of ways of dealing with things. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I look, and I'm sure maybe my, my psych ha- would have different practices for different people, like what works, mm. but he was telling me to do this. And you look, it worked. Um, the only thing that was sort of interesting and the only other time this has ever happened was when I did that like 2940 threshold like last year sometime yeah. um which was obviously not threshold but I was just sort of whacking it and in the last uh k of that my left leg started to go wobbly and that happened in the threshold as well really? da- and I said to Dave I go hey my, it felt like in the last k my calf like it's uh, it sort of starts to go a bit numb and my leg feels like it's not working properly and it feels a bit wobbly and things don't feel sort of smooth. And Dave said, oh, that's your, um, as you're fatiguing more, your like anterior pelvic tilt is, and then, you know, your lower back is impinging on one of the nerves. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like a sciatica kind a of bit, thing. A yeah. bit, just a minor thing. Um, but yeah, look, it was, it was fine. Um, got, got it done. Uh, and that's, you know, that's what threshold training is, just trying to get it done. Um and then, yeah, went to the gym that afternoon and I was pretty exhausted. Um, stayed at Chelsea's that night and took my bike, took my gravel bike and then rode like an extended 90 minutes home from Newport um, on the gravel bike. And, geez, fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Where did you go? Like along the water? Well, I went, fist, I went through, yeah, yeah, and then down, um, what's the road? What, what did you call it? Footscray Road? There's yeah. another road. Dyson Road? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
down Dyson Road and then all through North Melbourne and then went around past the zoo. Yeah. Okay. I was just ex- sort of exploring and just and just fanging it. Um and yeah, felt like I was riding riding pretty hard. Um and then Sunday I had two hours with I was gonna yeah, gonna go with you, but we didn't end up doing that. So I went with Smack. Um, and we went all through similar, like the single trails out near uh, Fairfield and past the bats, saw Andy and Archie Reed. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, and then um, went, uh, went to Prinny, Prinny Park, stopped at a servo because I didn't have a gel. So I wanted to get some, get some uh, like lollies and a little bit of, a little bit of Gatorade. And we've talked about this before where Smack's just got 90 and I've got two hours and he starts like winding up to finish mm. his 90 minutes sort of strong and it's like I'm a little bit on survival mode, you know, because it's like I don't want to have to wind it up and then have to hold that pace for yeah. another 30 minutes. Because you don't, don't want to go yeah. fast, slow, Exactly, fast, exactly. Yeah. So I was sort of trying to tell Smack to just like can we just relax and he was fine. Um, and on the way back through the streets, uh, we're sort of taking these back streets past like Eddie Gardens in Fitzroy. And we come through this tiny little, um, there's like a, a commission flat sort of thing at the, at the end of this alleyway. And you go through this, you go through this little alleyway and into this park. It's a little bit sketchy. Um, and we, as we're running through, a dog just comes sprinting across the park Bounding and just deal with it. And he came bam. <laughs> um, and. I just like instantly went into like a little bit of a shock because it was like coming right at us. Smack stopped and was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I, I stopped and it was just barking, barking right at, right at us. Um, uh, the dog's owner was like sort of sitting on the park bench, not doing much. Um, she was calling her, calling the dog over a little bit, but not really. And it was like yapping at us and it sort of started to run away. And I was like, okay, good. We're okay to start walking. We walked off like a little bit and then it came back and it's like, yeah, and I just sort of yelled out to him, can you just get your dog? You know, you just get, and as I said that, it just lunged at me and just bit my Achilles. And it was like, it happened really quick and Smack's like, fuck you, all right? And I'm like, it just bit me. And I looked down and my sock was fully shredded, um, had like a hole in it. And then I was like, oh, no, it's all good. It didn't puncture, but it... Then I, I looked and there was a little, uh, there was like a little puncture where like cut sort of thing. It wasn't, it wasn't. I can see the mandate on it now. Yeah, it's a very, very small cut. Um, but I was more, I wasn't worried about that as much as it was like, it hurt my Achilles. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. What I mean? like when something's like going to bite your Achilles 90 minutes into a two hour run, it's not nice. And it was, yeah, good sort of, I don't know, good practice for like mental strength because I was not, yeah, I was fatigued. It was 90 minutes in. Started running, it was hurting a little bit. My Good oak. excuse to go home. I sort of said to Smack, I go, no, nah, that's me. I go, that's me done. This is like shit. And, and then we were talking about shit. Do you need to get a uh, like tetanus or, or rabies? Yeah. You know, rabies yeah. shots. Like we don't have rabies in Australia. Um, and it was a very small cut. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back. I'm going to give it a quick scrub with dead oil, put a Band-Aid on it. Um, and then... If it's hurting walking around, I'll stop. And then I did that and it didn't hurt. So I was like, I was hoping it hurt <laughs> so I could stop. Um, but no, it didn't. So then oh, I so you, went, you came back in your run. Yeah, yeah, came it, back yeah. in, just did it at 90 minutes. And then, um, yeah, just went out for another 30. And that 30 fucking sucked. But <laughs> I got it done. It feels like, fine now. Yeah, it feels fine now. It was like 27, 27 and a half K, um, two hours. So, yeah, it was like 109 K for the week. Mm. So, yeah, a little bit smaller just because that Monday run was a bit smaller. But, um, but yeah, good good uh, post, post-race week. And then so this week 
Are we normal? You're not racing this week? No, no. no this, week will be a, this week will be a big week. I reckon <clears> this week might be, yeah, might be one of my biggest. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm imagining. Um, yeah. And then I am racing in Bendigo the week. Oh, after. it's the week after, is it? Yeah, so okay, not this weekend. This week. yeah, it's, yeah. it's the week after. Um, 8K cross country at Cruden Farm. Yep. Is it Cruden Farm? No. Nah. No, is it? it's the St. Anne's. Why not? Yeah, yeah. But there's two St. Anne's. There's ones. two St. Anne's, yeah. yeah. So, the one between here and Ballarat yep. is terrible course. Oh, <laughs> not for the big dog. Well, I've, well, <laughs> I've, I've won there too as well. Yeah. But, yeah. but is that it, the one that, that when you say it's like never flat? It's just, it's up, just and down, up and down, down and the surface is so hard. You won in an easy year. I had all the big dogs my year. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I actually did. did have, it was actually pretty. Dave, Harry Summers, Andy Buchanan. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty pretty hot field, but that was back when I was a good runner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it'll be good. And is is this one a relay? No, nah, no. Nah, so it's an eight k cross country. Yeah. So I think now they do at this Senate the one between here and Ballarat is a relay now or something. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. You look. You definitely look like. I'm hoping yeah. you know these answers. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. This episode is not sponsored by Athletics Victoria, so we don't <laughs> need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be good to good to do that as like a. I feel like those races, they they're good. Because I'll have like a, I had a 30 minute or well, 10K, 10.5K threshold last week. I'll have another one this week. And then it's like instead of that next week, I have a shorter threshold with an 8K cross country race. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of a different stimulus um, into then Lonnie will yeah, be two weeks Yeah, it's good because you get a few easier days, but then you also get a really hard hit out. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now we'll speak about our athletes. Yes. So we spoke to our Train with FTK winners, Andrew and Jolie, during the week, but uh, we couldn't quite manage to. So last time Brett and I spoke with each of them, um, but this week we just couldn't make it work with their busy (laughs) – wasn't our busy schedules, their busy schedules. (laughs) Um, So I spoke to Andrew and you spoke to Jolie. Yeah. I'm loving coaching Jolie. Yeah. She is really good to coach except – she, when she gets a bit sick or a bit sore, she doesn't tell me till she's better. And um, <laughs> that's the, the only mark that's the gets doc- her name. That's but, the doctor in Oh, it. yeah. And like when she, she was like, so we're better this interview. She's like, oh, yeah, I better tell you on Tuesday I had this sore and it was like a word that I can't even read. Like it was just some <laughs> medical term. and um, Marathon or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was knee, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, There's a K in knee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she, she's been really good. She's like loving the training, um, really, I don't know, getting into it. And, and best thing is she, five of her friends signed up to Sydney to do it with her. Awesome. Recruiting. That's so good. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, Andrew. Andrew's just, you know, flat out with with work. And I, so I, I was planning the, um, the, the call with you on it because I wanted to ask you your opinion on this. And it is quite interesting. Um, you, the listeners will hear what we're, what I'm talking about, but it's, I'm planning like these four. I want to build his runs during the week with like you know 40 minutes. He's just doing in between sort of workouts, um, you know, because he doesn't run that many k's. And I want him. I want him to get up to like an hour if he can, but he runs to and from work. So yeah. instead of the one 40 minute, he's doing two 25 minutes. Okay, and we're sort of trying to nav- and that, that can't change. Yeah, you know, I can't because I we had this discussion. It's like I I wanted him to not do that and do something else, and he's like. What happens then is I'm in the car, and this is why it's perfect to coach someone like this for the train with FTK competition because you know it's so of relatable, dealing with this, right? Yeah. So, and so he's got he's got young kids, and he's 
what he realized he was got injured um, and he was always getting injured and sick because he was trying to do, you know, like a, a 50 minute run after work and then he's got the kids and then yeah. you know, trying to put them to bed and then he has to then be up at 4am to do the next session. He was sleeping like six hours a week. Uh, sorry, <laughs> six hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> One hour a night and then the seventh night doesn't sleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, we sort of, just working out that we're going to keep him at that, the two 25 minutes and then slowly build the morning run. Yeah. So then he's due, you know, hopefully that maybe gets to 40, 45 with then an Arvo 25. Yeah. So it's like a double. It like is like a double, yeah. But you're obviously not trying to, you don't want to build them both up evenly. No, no, it's you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't, I feel like that, you want to keep that second run as short as possible. Like it's exactly. just a commute home. Yeah. And then you build that that first one. And yeah, like I, I've had athletes that we've pulsed that are kind of similar and it, when you try to get them to get away from that, they just end up not being able to do the run sometimes. Exactly. It's better yeah. for them to do it as a commute um, than just go, no, I'd like you just to do this because they're like, yeah, I'll try and get done for a week and then the next week yeah. it's not done. So Yeah. Um, Andrew's also, yeah, been super, super consistent with his life. How, how far is Jolly running on a Sunday? Uh, so th- th- she already had a really good Sunday. Like yeah. she was already running 25, 30K. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, this is Andrew. Don't freak out. We'll get there. Yeah. So like He's running like eighteen, nineteen at the moment. Yep. Um, and then you know we're gonna start building it up. We, yeah, start building it up. Andrew's found the the biggest change. Like when I, he, obviously as a coach, you can't introduce too many things, too many new, new stimulus, yeah. stimulus at, at once, right? It's a big injury risk. So, um, I he was only ever doing threshold stuff, nothing faster. And it's like I wanted him to do a bit faster than that. So I'm getting him doing some sort of like efforts at 340 pace. Yep. And he's just finding very tough. Yep. And it takes him a couple of days to recover from it. So it's like before I don't want to do that and throw him in two hour long runs at exactly, the same time. Yeah. And it's a big I feel like he doesn't really need to be doing like how many weeks are we out? Eighteen, I think it is. Yeah. Um so it's it's a long way out to be starting marathon long runs. There's still plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. it's the thing. And like I guess with Jolly, like she already just had that good long run in each week. So that's was like easy for her. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't really changed it. It's just been we've changed other things. <laughs> you know, no fucking coaching it. No, I know. <laughs> you just you looked at the week and went, Yep, that's all good job. I know, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the other thing that I um she messaged me. It's like, oh yeah. So I was actually a bit sick during the week. She's like, but I uh at the start of the year I wanted to run five k a day for the whole year. And um, we actually haven't talked about what she's going to do after the marathon because, Jeez. but uh, so when she was sick, she didn't want to tell me in case I said, oh, I'll just have the day off because she wanted to run 5K. Um, but yeah, we've kind of changed that a little bit. So she doesn't, she still runs every day, but it's, we're getting more out of just doing a 5K run. Like okay. there's some days that are longer and, and we've added in a session and stuff. So I would like to be on the next call with this because the part of this is like to, you know, question sort of things mm. like that. And I would question Jolly's there as a coach with no invest, like I'm not in, invest, you know, you're, you're coaching it. And so I can have that ex, ex, external opinion. Um, but Dave McNeil had when one of the things that we spoke about in one of our Q and A sessions we did together, where he had this idea where he was like tracking, he's like, I wanted to see how many days I could run. And he was like up to one and a half years or something like that of running and he got it hurt. Yeah. It's like when you have those things, like I would ask Jolly, it's like, I know you've said, it's like, okay, that's the goal to run five, five Ks every day. And it's like, but now maybe what's, what's, what's the more ultimate, important? What's more important? Yeah, is, yeah, it, the ultimate, is, is it more important for you to run the best you can at Sydney Marathon? And if that is the case, that 5K goal, 5K a day goal has to go out the window. Possibly. Because when you are, for example, I would say to Jolly, I'm like, you know, we haven't started the marathon block yet. 
But if we get deep, you know, you're deep into it, you're seven, seven weeks out from the race, six weeks out, Brett's throwing big hard sessions at you and you're pulling up, you've pulled up really sort of sore in an area and it would really help you to have a day yeah, off. Yeah, I think she is flexible because like when when she did say that and then she was still a bit sick and then she's like, if I have to have a rest day, I will. Like, yeah. so she's not like, she, that was her goal, I guess, at the start of the year and yeah. now things have changed. She, things have changed. And like, obviously, we're still keeping that in, like she's still running every day. Yeah. But um, I, I know if she needs, she will have a day off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll ask her. No, it'll be good. So enjoy these interviews, guys. Jolly, thank you for joining me. Um, It's good to catch up with you again. We're going to try to do this every few weeks. Um, I did just say to you off air, before before I started coaching you, I'm like, so did you run a PB in Canberra? And you said, no, you (laughs) should have run ever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm just reminding you. Well, it was before I was coaching you, so I'm going to bring it up because I can only improve from here. But uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I went over to Canberra and uh, it was it was still a really good run. I really loved it. Um, but it was cold. It was wet. Yeah. yeah. Could handle that, but, it, man, it was the wind. It was, like, terrible. Yeah, yeah. It oh, runs man. a lot along the lake, so kind of the wind will just kind of, like, whip up off the lake and, yeah, n- not be too fun. But, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of people complaining about that. So we, we won't um, spend too much time on it because since it wasn't a PB. But yeah. <laughs> at least a uh, uh, good thing about that is, like, we have a bit of a starting point for um, – kind of like what paces to use with your training and I've kind of put your threshold um, a bit around that pace um, even though I know you go a little bit quicker but but that's all right because you, you seem to be handling it fine but how are you finding the kind of difference in the training? So I'll just tell the listeners at home, at home that I kind of like looked at your program and what you had been doing and pretty much every single day was like a 5K run um, and then you run a pretty good long run. Like there was some... Anywhere between twenty and thirty k on a Sunday, um, and then a fart lake on a Thursday. So when I kind of looked at, it, I was like, "All right, it's great because you're running every every day. You're doing a, a good amount of k's." Um, but I just wanted to kind of have some days where you're running a little bit more, um, just to kind of get the most out of it. I think I think you can get more out of that than just doing a five k each day. But yeah, how have you been finding the kind of changes? fantastic Uh, it's so good I'm really loving it especially like the yeah like we were saying the biggest change would be on the Tuesdays yeah so yeah I was doing this silly just going out for 5k every day as like a bit of a challenge to myself this year um is that like a new year's resolution or (laughs) it was Um, (laughs) yeah it it may have been a, a pretty stupid thing to do don't know yet um but so far I'm still still doing it which is good but and they were just sort of slow and just a bit of fun to sort of make myself get out. And, yeah, and I, like I really enjoyed it. Good, like, little mental health runs, just like a slow yep. sort of plod. Everyone goes on about, like, 80-20, how you meant to go, like, pretty slow. So I was like, fantastic. I'll just yeah. go real slow. <laughs> I love it. No, um, but it's now, a, it, definitely a good thing because, like, you've – uh, like I guess now we're May, so you've kind of done f- four and five months of, of doing that. So you've definitely like it was easy to see where you could improve in your program, but there was like I didn't feel like we were taking much risk because you had a you have like a kind of a pretty good base behind you, and you were doing these good long runs. Yeah, yeah. So now like on the Tuesdays, we've gone up from like five to like about twelve, and that's yep. like the speed set at the moment. Um, yeah. I'm really, really enjoying them. Just going yeah, out good. with a couple of mates, making yep. them do my set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. You got to sign them up to Sydney. Make sure they're they're doing the marathon as well. Yeah, 
We've got five so far. There's like okay, a good, good, good. We're, we're recruiting out there. So, um, yeah, but I, I guess so. What we started doing was kind of increased it and then started adding just a few pickups throughout the run. Um, kind of a bit more of a casual introduction to sessions instead of just going, oh, let's go straight into K reps. And then this this week we did five by OK, um, which you seem to nail. So yeah, you seem to be doing doing it all fine. And then the other change was with the um, the you had a your little fartlet crew on a Thursday where I just kind of like moved that a little bit more into threshold. Um, so kind of more Constant speed, um, but and that seems what seems to be what you're really good at. Um, I, I really like it. Uh, yeah, it's much harder to get out of the bed in the morning to be thinking, "Oh God, I just got to go for like 20 minutes." A little bit, yeah. you know. Whereas, like my the like the fartlek crew were doing eight two eight two, and I'm like, yep. "Oh, it's the same thing. I can do it." But when I'm out there, yeah, it feels really good, and it helps that we've had like beautiful weather here in Wagga. Yeah, good. Yeah, fresh. definitely helped. Yeah. yeah, that was like another thing. I didn't really like. I know you're doing five k a day, and then all of a sudden I was like, nah, twelve. So it's kind of made your twenty five minute runs go up to over an hour. Um, so sorry about that if you're having to get up earlier in the morning. <laughs> no, 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 all good, all good. <laughs> Enjoying it. Yeah, um, but just on the how the um, on the pickups like. And how you're like, oh, yeah, you're handling it well. I did have to Google what a pickup was. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. I, it, it's, I know. And, and to be honest, I have this it, – it's, it's my fault because um, as a coach, I should be better at explaining things. But I think some of these things just become second nature to me. And I, and yeah, I just like – like I don't know, we were talking medical terms before and you're just saying them like I know them, which is kind of the same thing. <laughs> you, you know your stuff and I kind of know mine. But, yeah, I need to – just uh, explain things so you do, but but you you nailed it. So Google's very good. Um, a little injury scare. Yeah, there was. Yeah. <laughs> a, a potential niggle, which I may have completely overreacted and like catastrophized, but yeah. uh, all fine. Yeah, I thought that it was. Um, I thought that I was detaching my hamstring. Very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, turns out I'm not. It's just a bit tight yep. um, and a little bit weaker on the right side. So I went to the physio and they've given me some exercises and already uh, improving a lot. Yeah, good. little bone to pick though. I only found out about it once it was all fine. There was no like, hey, I'm a little sore. It's like it was, uh, yeah, so maybe a little bit better communication could be what we'll improve on in this in these next few weeks. But because uh, there was also okay. the, the few days of uh, where you're feeling a little bit sick. I didn't find out about that till you're fine again too. So Yeah, I know you're busy, so I was just like, oh, I'll tell him when I'm fine. <laughs> That's the point of having a coach, someone to have – feedback with so no nah, but you seem to be doing everything fine you're hitting pretty much 80k a week um and yeah and and going fine your, your long runs have been great um i think you did 30k on the last weekend so yeah. um yeah he's smashing it and we're fourth of june so about four weeks away having a little race yep which would be yeah, exciting just a little 10k yeah yep. going back to um going back home and it's like it's a terrible course. It's like out and back like four times. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, last year I got second, so yeah. hopefully, hopefully I do a little go better. Hopefully go one better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Good to um, kind of break up the training a little bit. I think you, you're going to put together a fair few weeks of training and uh, it would be nice to just kind of, yeah, do something, have a bit of fun and, and have Punch a good, good hit out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it would be good. 
right, I think that's that's enough. We'll um, catch up with you again in a few weeks. I need to get let you get back to your study right now. So I know you you're doing it hard, but um, yeah, just want to say you're doing great, and um, look forward to seeing how these next few weeks go. As long as you keep up the communication. Okay. Thank you so much, <laughs> and I will work on it. <laughs> See you, Dolly. See ya. All right, I'm joined here with Train with FTK winner, Andrew. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm good. Looks a lot more sunny uh, where you are right now compared to where I am. Sun's yeah. almost nighttime here, <laughs> 4.30. <laughs> I don't miss that. Yeah, it's, it's grim. There's a reason why I moved. <laughs> um, so how is everything going? You, uh, I, we last spoke about a month ago. Um, well, last had a, a coaching meeting about a month ago um, while I was up in Canberra. And obviously, we're about 22 weeks out uh, from Sydney at that stage. And I thought, you, you know, you're quite busy with work and stuff. And I thought rather than throwing you straight into a, a busy schedule, I was going to start weaning you into my training. Um, so what we decided to do, I got an idea of what you were doing uh, during the week and then I started transitioning you into my Tuesday workouts, um, which were a little bit harder than you were used to. Am I right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you found that found that quite quite difficult because what you were what were you doing on a Tuesday before just for the listeners? Because so your week yeah, was so, pretty much it was a it was about uh, a run to work, uh, and a run home from work Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, Monday, Wednesday. The group run is on a Thursday, right? The group yeah. session, yeah. So then you did a, another solo hard thing on a Tuesday and then a long run yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, and the solo hard thing on the Tuesday was more of a threshold thing because yeah. sort of at the start of the year I identified that like I was doing 10K races and I was blowing up at about 7K. So, all right, I'm quick enough to run, you know, sub 40 10K, but I just wasn't holding out. So, you know, I was running... 18, you know, in the 18s for 5K, but couldn't hold on past 7K every time. So just spent a solid block working on threshold sort of stuff to build that out. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. worked well for yeah. that purpose. But then, yeah, the minute you started throwing in 340 <laughs> per K. Um, it's a bit yeah. of a shock, right? You, yeah, you yeah. I know you mentioned your your Achilles and stuff were starting to feel a little bit sore, and you're pulling up. You know, you're going for a jog two days later, and you still got still got sort of soreness there. Yeah. But that that thing, you know, I say to all my athletes, that's the adjustment period, and that's why I don't want to start coaching you twelve weeks out from a marathon. Yeah, because it's just I don't have enough time. You know, if yeah, if, if you've just been doing you know threshold stuff, and and my philosophy is the the faster you are at running the easier the drop back to marathon pace is and we've spoken about this a lot on the podcast um you know if you if your threshold is four minutes per k and you never run quicker than that then when you go to hold your marathon pace which obviously is not going to be as fast as four minutes per k it's still going to feel a lot harder than if you've been doing 340s yeah and that's that's sort of the philosophy behind it um you yeah you touched when we when we spoke uh yesterday actually we had it with a quick phone call and you sort of spoke about the changes that you had made um this year in your own training and this is before the train with FTK competition um uh, but this is not something we touched on in the interview when we when we introduced you to the listeners do you want to tell us a little bit about those changes 
Yeah, so um, it coincided with um, a change in work circumstances. So like um, last year, I worked a job where I was traveling a lot, whereas this year, so since moving to Cairns, this is the first year where I've worked in Cairns itself and haven't been driving to and from work half an hour every day. So um, yeah, what that it sort of gave me the opportunity to negotiate with uh, Kate, my wife, to run to and from work with the original idea being that I replace that commute with a run, but also then with the vision to eventually step one of those runs out so that while I was still getting that that benefit from sort of a 40, 45-minute, 50-minute run, that was sort of the long-term plan, but I knew it was going to take a long-term view to get there. Yeah. Um, so what what the reason why I sort of wanted to go down that route was because before we did I did that we um so any running that I did had to be when my kids were in bed yeah so um my youngest gets up at 5:30 every day and um the eldest goes to bed at 7:30 of the night so <laughs> it's not yeah. the window is pretty short <laughs> yeah exactly and what midnight I was thresholds <laughs> yeah and it wasn't ideal perfect for everesting training but not for anything else yeah um so yeah basically what i found was that you know i would get three weeks in and just that build up of missing of only sleeping six and a half seven hours a night would just get to a point where i would fall to bits and you know, I'd miss long runs. I was struggling to put long runs together. I was struggling to, you know, just put that consistency together. Yeah. So then what I sort of found over this first block this year, because I was running to and from work, you know, I was getting in more Ks, not not ideal Ks, but I was getting in more Ks, but I was more consistent. I reckon in these three months, I've probably done more long runs than I'd managed to do in a six-month period previously. Yeah, that was something when we did speak when I was in Canberra um, that you know a month ago, when I was looking over at your training, um, and I yeah, I you were really consistent with them, but I also you know was making sure if there's one thing you're going to start doing properly because I wasn't obviously structuring your full week. I was like, please, the long runs have to stay. If yeah, you can do, if you do the threshold training, you do the run, the commutes to and from work. Um, and you're doing a good Tuesday session, but every second week you're missing your long run. You're not going to you're not going to run a marathon. You know you might no, do a good 10k, but the marathon it's like you need. To, if there's one thing you can do, it's the long run. <laughs> it's the most important piece. Yeah, absolutely. And even in sort of you can see the progress in three months. Like just in that long run, sort of three months ago, um, I was happy if I made 12 to 14 k's. That was yeah. minimum. I was really happy if I got to 15. I felt like I had a decent long run. Whereas now, um, I think I ran 18 yeah. the other day. And that was when I did laps just around here because everyone in the family was sick. So I needed to be able to be home like really quickly. So I did a bunch of laps. <laughs> but you're on call. Just off. You've got yeah. the pager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I managed to do 18 even when it was just a rubbish run like that. So, you know, I can see in that three months just stringing them together one after the other. It's really helped. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think, you know, if you can just – obviously, it's going to build and the listeners are going to hear hear your training progression as we, we touch base um, every few episodes. Um, but that will, you know, obviously 18Ks, it's great. It's going really well. And the, the bigger foundation you have of those runs, as we said, we're 18 weeks out. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of our listeners that will probably listen to this and think, 
shit, 18 weeks out and he's already like focusing. And it's, as we say, that the more time you have, the better. You know, you don't, you don't want to be arriving 10 weeks out from a marathon and go, oh, I better start doing my long runs. Um, so that is, yeah, that's really good to see. Um, one thing that we spoke about yesterday, which I thought would be really interesting for the listeners is I have, obviously I'm, I'm like a full-time athlete. I get the, uh, the, I'm privileged and I can, I can train when I, you know, when I want and I don't have kids and I don't have a full-time job to work around. And so, you know, sometimes I find myself as a coach, um, I look, I coach all all walks of life from people that, you know, are on night shift as doctors to bankers to tradies that are up at up at three in the morning. But I still sometimes I'm always finding myself, you know, trying to trying to give them what I see to, to be the best program. And I've been building your um, let's say the easy running that you do during the week. So that's the Monday, um, Monday, Wednesday, and either Thursday or Friday. Um when you're not doing that group sort of threshold run. And I set it at 40 minutes. And my aim for that is to for it to get up to an hour. So mm-hmm. that's that's on the program what I have it as. And when I was seeing the files getting uploaded, I was seeing the you know the 40 minutes is set. And I'm seeing you're doing 25 minutes in the morning, 25 minutes at night. So it ends up being 50 minutes. And we had a discussion yesterday and I just straight away said, oh look, you know, I want you doing 40 minutes in one in one run. And you pretty much held your ground and said, well, that doesn't work for me because how do I, you know, it, it does, just doesn't work. As you said, you've got, you've got to be, um, you've got to be back for the kids and you can't, you know, cause in my mind, I'm like, okay, what if you like rode to work? I'm just thinking of all these ideas. I'm thinking, what if you rode to work and then you did a 40, 45, 50 minute run after work, you know, with an add on and then I'm like, hang on, well then your bike's left at work. And then what? <laughs> yeah. So it yeah, is I'm- interesting. Yeah, I've tried to work through all those different scenarios to make it as perfect as possible. And and obviously something's got to give and you've got to decide, you know, what's your priority. You know, if we use you as the example, your priority is being the fastest runner you can possibly be. That's number one for you. Exactly. Whereas for me, yeah, I still want to run as fast as I possibly can, but that's like number four on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, because of all the other things that I have in my life um, that put pressure on. So, you know, they have to come first and then the running thing has to fit around that. And then, yeah, we just, I just try to make compromises. And like, like I sort of explained to you yesterday, this is what has worked well for me in the last three months. I've seen more improvement in three months. You know, like I've been back into running and trying to get up to running every day. And like, it's been a long process for, I think, six years that I've been trying to get back to a point where I was fit. Um, you know, I'm still a long way from where I used to be when I was 18, but I, you know, in the last three months, I actually feel like I'm moving towards that target again yeah. Yeah. and getting closer because I've got the the things in place. And the biggest learning that I've had is that it's the sleep. Mm. Um, I, I didn't, it's not that I didn't factor it in. It's just that I didn't uh, give it enough weight or didn't appreciate enough just how much losing half an hour sleep every night was so what i'm finding now is it's easier for me to go to bed at you know 8 30 9 o'clock and get up at 5 30 you know that's that's doable every day yeah um whereas going to bed at you know 8 30 and getting up at four every day was not doable yeah yeah it definitely definitely true um one thing you know you mentioned with that sleep 
it is really it's like a silent killer if you're missing you know 30 minutes to an hour every night that is adding up and it's just you know then you might have some minor injury or or illness you know your body's more susceptible to illness in in that state um and it is something that will just add up you might be fine you know not you might you will be fine for the first few weeks but eventually mm-hmm. it will fall apart whereas that that's far worse than say six nights really good sleep and then one night a week you might miss you know you have a bad sleep and you sleep only you know two hours less that's that's yeah. uh better for you than every single night missing a bit missing a bit because it really does it just adds up and you, and you wear yourself down yeah absolutely and that's that's what i'm finding you know i can i can absorb those big nights you know kid doesn't sleep whatever happens I can absorb those at the yeah. moment, whereas previously I'd have one of those and <laughs> throw you out. There was there was no long run. There was no workout if that happened the night before. Yeah. I woke, like all of that sort of stuff, I just couldn't do it. Um, um, sorry, a plane's just going over. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Wow, <laughs> looks good. You're not lying to me. <laughs> um, um, yeah, what and it really hit home for me. I was listening the other day to another podcast where they talk about shoes. You better um, bloody not have. <laughs> I, I wasn't enjoying it. Let's put it that way. Um, no, so I was listening to those guys, and Tom DeCano was talking about um, how he thinks his food choices were what caused his injury. Yeah, because he was holding back on food, and it just it all just clicked for me. It's like, oh, duh, that's why you haven't been injured. For that's sure. why you haven't had, you've been able to string together consistency because you're actually sleeping. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And for, once you make that realisation, you know, for Tom, it's food, for you, it's sleep. For myself, it was pushing too hard in training when I didn't need to. And when you do make that realisation, it's like, holy shit, um, you know, the it's anything's possible after that. Um, another thing I think this is this is a good a good uh, story for the listeners. You yesterday we were speaking about the about like communication between you because you haven't had a coach in the past and you sort of weren't sure. You know how do I you know let you know um, when when I'm feeling tired and, and this and that. And I think you uh, last week you were it was your someone in your family was sick. Yep. Yeah, and you were feeling pretty under the um, really sort of. Uh, busy and flat out with that and I'd scheduled a pretty hard session on the Tuesday um, and you rather than send me a message and say hey look I don't think that's doable you did go out and give it you know try you you moved it back a day and then tried and got it done and then you were cooked and you knew that you're like look I have to back off for the week Um, I'm not going to be able to get the long run done and, and this and that and one thing I said to you is like moving forward I want you to you know talk to me before that happens you know, I don't want you to think, oh, I'm just going to try to get it done. I want you to sort of, you know, think, hey, I, I am, a, you know, whether it's because of your kids or you've held back at work or something like that. Um, you know, when you when you when you're with a personalized coach, it has to, you know, it's it's constantly sort of evolving the program. It's not just I slap down six weeks of training on you and you go and you do it, and then I come I speak to you at the end of that six weeks. Yeah, it's it's an interesting. It's it's twofold. It's the not having the experience of being in that coaching relationship. That that was one part of it. But um, another part of it, and I don't know if it's a Ballarat mentality because I <laughs> like it, 
Um, just to give you an idea of how small Ballarat is, so your coach, I used to work with him as a kid. Okay. Um, there you go. One of my first jobs. But you guys were talking about Collison, how in races when he was sore or when he was feeling average, he'd just go harder. <laughs> I was taught that at school as okay. when I was learning to run at school in, wow. in Ballarat. So, like, that, that was a pretty common Ballarat mentality that when it, when it hurts, you go harder. So... <laughs> You know, for me to turn so around, so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I look, suppose it does. Look, Collis is a lot better runner than I am, so maybe it works. <laughs> exactly, it's worked for those. Like, there's like three people from Ballarat. It's worked for. So <laughs> good on them. Um, but yeah, so it's it's one of those things. Yeah, it's getting over that mentality as well as because somebody said it. I don't necessarily have to do it. I'm, you know, I'm the one who can hear what my body's doing. I've got to communicate that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It was purely a case of I knew going into that that I shouldn't have done it. Mm. But I did it and I, you know, I didn't nail the splits. I'd like to say I did it and I nailed the splits. No, I was terrible. It was all yeah. over the shop. And But I just shouldn't have even put myself in that position and it did. It ruined the rest of the week. Yeah. And, like, it didn't it didn't just ruin the running for me for the rest of the week. Like, it just it really ruined the mentality for the week. And it's, it's really, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really important to to make sure that yeah you you do listen to that and and don't let yourself get into that hole. Definitely, um, it's yeah, it's, that's that's what a coach a coach is for, because um, you know sometimes you you can really you know fight fight it or you have a bad session and then you think oh shit I have to make up for it so I'm going to go harder in that next run and stuff like that. Whereas it's you know I can see and see your tie. We talked about it, it's like okay let's just sort of reset so that we can go again. We can go again next week um, because there's going to be parts in this marathon block. Like as we said, we haven't even started the specific marathon block yet. Still, still a while away. Um, but these, you know, uh, going through this sort of training at the moment is is good practice for when you are in the marathon block because there's going to be times when, and you'll know this, like when you're really tired in a session, and you do have to take that Ballarat mentality and you do have to push through. And then there's times when you'll know it's a different kind of level of fatigue and it's sort of like a worrying level of fatigue and you're like, well, if I keep pushing this through, something's going to pop, snap, or I'm going to be sick and, you know, I'm not going to get to race day. And that's all yeah. learning, right? It, you know, it took me four or five years to work work that out. And I'm, it's, you're constantly learning. Like, that's just what it's about. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. Everything's been ticking along really well. Um, I've say, I'm going to save the specific sort of workout chats to our next call um, because now you're obviously we started this week. You're on my my proper training schedule Monday to Sunday. I'm coaching you fully now. Um, yep. So I think next time we, we have you on the podcast, we are going to uh, you break down a little bit more of the exact training that you're doing. Um, but I thought, you know, I just wanted to to wanted you to bring you on and and talk about um you know these sort of changes you've made and what you've been up to and uh making sure you know the listeners like geez is andrew still in one piece <laughs> he is yeah yes all good confidently says yes awesome absolutely awesome andrew well you don't have any questions do you no i'm, I'm all good perfect awesome mate well We'll uh, speak to you again. Uh, it's funny when I say this. It's like, oh, well, I'll speak to you again in a few weeks. It's like I'm saying that for the listeners. I'll be speaking to you before then. <laughs> so you only ever hear from me when we want you on the podcast. <laughs> You've got to ask me all these questions. You're like, hey, Joel, that that long run I did four weeks ago that you didn't <laughs> Yeah, how was it? 
<laughs> All right, mate. Have a good one. Fantastic. Thanks, mate. All right. Hope you enjoyed them. We are back for everyone's favorite segment. Things we have seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> you got his name for a second no, there? No, it's because I get annoyed that you get to every week say sure. like Brett or Robo funny. So I try and say Tim Vincent. Funny. <laughs> yeah. It's different every time. <laughs> Just cooked you, man. Uh, yeah, so mine is we have the the serial offender who oh. uh, I was actually looking through his Instagram. I'm, I forget his name right now because my phone's up there. But um, I was looking through his Instagram, and I reckon we could just feature his whole Instagram on this segment. But the same guy that was at Not the good. at the front of the uh, the start line doing the dancing and the drills and in like the full elite Nike Oregon Project kit, um, taking it way too seriously yeah. and. And so then there's this other one where he's he's won this race and he's about to get his medal and he's like flexed his muscles, pulled up his shirt, showing his abs, oh, so started doing dance and like everyone's just kind of looking at him going like, what are you doing, mate? He's just, I don't know, a bit of a wanker. He's definitely not a bit of a wanker, full-blown yeah, wanker. Full blown wanker. Sometimes we, we are scared of like going hard on these kind of people. It's like no, – um, where if you're putting that into the void, you deserve. I know you he deserve, definitely deserves you know, it. It's not like he's just like trying his best. He's he's the biggest showboat on yeah. earth. I've yeah. not seen any other runners doing that. You know, unless it's maybe it's just performance art, and he comes out and does a big piece about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like a, a lecturer. At, <laughs> so, um, mine is similar sort of energy uh, at it's Red Rock. I think it's called yeah Red Rocks Amphitheater. This bloke. Uh, his Instagram is ruthless beast savage. Right? So that's <laughs> that's when you know. And on the video, one of the hashtags is beast mode. Um, so shout out to Lockie Connell. <laughs> um, he is starting at the top of the amphitheater. Now it is really steep. I don't know if you've ever seen concerts there. He's running backwards down the steps, but like sprinting, sprinting it's backwards down these. Fairly steps. impressive. It is. It is really impressive. But he's got his top off. He's his account name is Beast Savage or whatever it was. <laughs> um, he, there's also it's like adding. Uh, there's another element that I forgot is a couple of canines with him. He's, <laughs> he's got dogs <laughs> sprinting down the amphitheater with him, sort of stride by stride, and he's running, yeah, literally sprinting. And then it must he re- must realize like it's going to get too dangerous, so he flips like direction mid air and then starts sprinting down facing forward. And there's a couple like sitting down. I'm, Thought he was going to sprint and jump over them, but he doesn't. He sort of goes around the side, but he screams out like, come on, or something like that while he's doing it. And you can see it's one of those things where it's done for the, for the video and everyone else around him has just gone, what the fuck are you doing? I know. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Why has he gone there just to do that? Yeah. Exactly. Probably a good, nice park just near that that he could just go run around. Yeah, okay. I thought you were going to say, well, yeah, surely there's a nice park. You can go and sprint backwards down. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, why is he doing that? <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're definitely not sure about that. Definitely not. Definitely not. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you very much. It does. Yeah. Cue sad music, Duff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so as we said at the beginning of the episode, we will be back in about, yeah, three to four weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you're a Patreon member. Unless you're a Patreon. You'll be hearing from us a lot. Thanks so much, guys. See you guys.